Pauline, give me some of your tots. I ate his liver with some fava beans. A nice Chianti. Combo, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. I am your host, Bob, and this week we are making chocolate lava cake. And it's going to be a really short episode because this is ridiculously simple. I didn't realize how simple it was when I decided that I was going to make this for the podcast. And then when it came time to do it, you know, what what do I have to get? What, what ingredients do I have to get? It's like, oh wait, this is all that's in it? It doesn't make any sense. And the reason it doesn't make any sense <laughs> is because, here's a little, little uh, uh, tangent here. If you are, if you're into food, if you're into cooking, if you fancy yourself a foodie, chances are you're familiar with the John Favreau movie called Chef, where a guy's a chef in a restaurant and his, his nemesis in, through, the, through, through the movie is, a, um, is like a food critic, a restaurant critic or whatever. And one time the critic comes in to review the restaurant and he's having uh, John Favreau's character is having like an off night or whatever. And everything isn't up to standards or what I don't remember the, the conceit of the movie. I'm not good at watching movies. But anyway, he takes issue with the critics review of the restaurant and just how a lot of the food was cliche and underwhelming or whatever. And he incorrectly describes what chocolate lava cake is. So this is one part where I guess this is, it's not the climax of the movie because this is where like John Favreau is effectively quitting his job or getting fired at the restaurant and he confronts the critic and he's just ranting about everything, how everything was fine and the standards were too high. But when he's talking about the lava cake, he makes a point to say it's not, it's not a cake with an unbaked center it's a puck of frozen ganache baked at the same temperature with the rest of the cake, but because it starts off frozen, it remains melted so that when you break into the, the dessert, the warm chocolate spills out or whatever. I don't know. So that's what I had in mind. I was like, okay, so this is going to be a multi-step process. We're going to make a chocolate ganache. We're going to freeze it into a puck. We're going to make the batter for the cake. There's probably some process to envelop the puck and the batter and then... You, baking, yada, 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 yada. Turns out you don't have to do all that. <laughs> okay. Basically, uh, that probably works fine in a restaurant setting whenever you need to prep a whole bunch of these at once so that throughout the night's service, let's say you expect to sell 40 of these chocolate lava cakes, you can have them kind of pre-made more or less and maybe par-baked and then you can bang them out real quick at the end. But if you just want to make them for yourself at home. Oh man, it is so easy. It's so easy and it's impactful and it's really good. And I hope that you give it a shot because why not? Why not impress with the minimum amount of work possible? <laughs> so hey, uh, with every episode, take a look at the show notes. We'll have the plain text recipe. Uh, we'll have the, you know, the process, the how to make the actual uh, recipe that we're talking about. Uh, links to special ingredients, special equipment. Probably not going to have any special, I mean, definitely no special ingredients. This is all simple stuff. You'll hear that in a minute. I might put a link in there to like a double boiler because this is like the second recipe in three weeks, I think, that I've had to melt chocolate and butter together in a double boiler. 
So we'll throw that in there in case you want to get a nice one, but really you can just use a mixing bowl set into a pot of simmering water, whatever, it's not a big deal. But, uh, oh yeah, we'll also have the, the link to the Imager album, which shows like the step-by-step -step photographs. And uh, bingo, bango, this is one, you can turn this out in, I mean, honestly, less than a half hour. I mean, and that that's being generous with the time. 15 minutes of prep, you know, mostly is spent stirring butter and chocolate together to melt it. Two minutes of mixing everything together, and then 12 minutes in the oven, and it is done at that point. But... What I would caution you is you want to serve these within like five minutes of taking them out of the oven. So you want to, you can make the batter ahead of time, but you want to allow it to come up to like room temperature. So at least it's soft enough to be able to spoon into either the ramekins or the muffin tin or whatever you're going to bake these in. So you don't want to like make the batter, put it in the fridge for a couple hours and take it out. It's going to be hard, but you can make the batter ahead of time. But if you're going to bake it, it takes 12 minutes to bake these and then three or four minutes to get them out of the uh, the vessel appropriately. And then you want to serve it then because if you let it sit too long, one, the carryover heat from the baking could set the inside so that it isn't lava-like and you definitely want it to be lava-like. And if you let them cool down all the way, then even if it, even if that penetrative heat doesn't cook the inside, and set it, if it cools down too much, it will solidify a little bit and it won't have the uh, the lava experience that you're looking for. Oh, I knew I was gonna, oh, I didn't know I was gonna think of this, but I, once, as soon as it jumped in my head, I realized that I messed up because now I can't not say it. <laughs> but whenever I was a kid, I was super fascinated with like volcanoes and asteroids and anything that could just end life on earth. And I do remember that there's like two forms of lava, like in the native Hawaiian language, there's two words and one of them is a'a. And I think that's like the thin runny lava that is very liquidy. And then there's the thicker kind that kind of moves very slowly. I can't remember what it's called, but that's the type of lava that we're going for. We don't want this to spill out and just raw all over the, the plate. We want it to ooze out. Okay, so without further ado, let's talk about this recipe. This is what's in it, okay? So simple. One stick of unsalted butter, six ounces of bittersweet chocolate. Like I used 60% uh, cocoa, Ghirardelli morsels, chocolate chips, whatever. Two whole eggs plus two egg yolks, a quarter cup of sugar, a pinch of salt, and two tablespoons of all-purpose flour. That's it. Butter, chocolate, eggs, sugar, salt, flour. And for a cake recipe, man, I was like two tablespoons of flour. Seriously, that doesn't seem like enough. It's just enough. This is basically a chocolate souffle. Very similar, very similar to the chocolate chest pie that we did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, very similar to like a brownie sort of thing, but you're basically just relying on the eggs that whatever they, they cook and they set in this little bit of flour to create a very pillowy sort of cake texture on the outside and it will it'll rise a bit during that 12 minute baking period but it won't and the inside will be hot but not hot enough to set apparently i mean it's just it's magic and it's wonderful but look how simple that is eggs sugar salt flour chocolate butter wow <laughs> all right so here's what we're gonna do you might as well just gather all your ingredients it's simple enough that if you wanted to you could just like not do any prep and it would still turn out fine we're gonna preheat our oven to 450 degrees and then you want to grease four ramekins 
or four big muffin tin sections. So I got as I got a muffin tin, like the big muffins, you know, like the big ones that you'd buy at a, a at a bakery or something like that. It has six muffin holes in it, but we're only going to use four of them because I mean you can make more. You can just multiply this recipe by an additional fifty percent, like one hundred one point five, and that'll get you to six. But we're just making four, so we're gonna we're gonna grease either four ramekins or four muffin holes or whatever, and dust them very lightly inside with flour. If you do what I did and just buy a new muffin pan that has the big muffin holes in it, you probably don't need the the, the flour to dust them. Like the the butter, greasing them with butter would be fine. But I did I did the dusting with flour also because I was like I really don't want these to stick, and they didn't. They're fine. <laughs> I mean, the ingredients, and this is basically eggs and butter, so it's not something that's going to stick very easily to anything that is even remotely non-stick, whether it's a muffin pan or a, a ceramic ramekin or whatever. But let's see, we're going to, okay, so we've got those grease, we've got them floured, put them on a baking sheet or something, just set them aside. Now, in a double boiler, which, you know, it can be a pot of water with a stainless steel mixing bowl set into it or you can use an actual double boiler. Uh, get the, sim the water simmering, not too hot. Don't get the bottom of the bowl touching the water. You just want it to be warm in there. And you're gonna put in your one stick of butter, your six ounces of chocolate, and then with a silicone spatula, just slowly stir that while it heats up and it will all melt together into essentially chocolate sauce. It's kind of what it appears, the appearance of it. So get that all melted and mixed up until it's smooth. And then in another mixing bowl, what we're going to do is we're going to add our two whole eggs, our two egg yolks, the sugar and the salt, and then just with a hand mixer or with a whisk or whatever, beat that until it's nice and foamy and pale yellow and just very consistent in its texture, like everything's mixed well. Okay, then, 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 then we have our chocolate there. We've removed it from the heat. We've wiped off the bottom of the bowl so that we're not going to drip water and everything. And what we're going to do is we're going to pour that chocolate and butter mixture into the egg and sugar mixture. And we're also going to add our two tablespoons of flour at this point. And then, uh, so the recipe says to fold it all together. And that's what I did using the, the silicone spatula, just folded the chocolate and the egg together. But it, this isn't a thing like when you're making meringues or if you're doing something with whipped cream where you want to maintain the structure of the of whatever it is you're mixing. So you don't want to just like over mix it because it'll get flat. So you fold it together to keep it fluffy. We don't have to worry about that here. So you could just use the mixer. I mean, nothing, nothing bad is going to happen. You want it to be evenly and e even consistency and uh, evenly mixed together. So you can fold it together or you can just give it. 15 seconds with the uh, hand mixer, it'll be fine. Now, now we're going to spoon out this mixture into our ramekins or muffin pan, and you want it to be evenly distributed amongst the four vessels. So like what I did was I just did like a big heaping tablespoon into each one, and then a big heaping tablespoon into them again, just kept going around in a pattern like that. Because if you try to get, it's like how much is supposed to go into each one. And then you put a whole bunch into one, fill it to the top, and then you fill the next one halfway, and then you don't have any more. And then when you bake it and it rises like a souffle, you've got one that'll end up being like 10 inches tall and another one that'll just fill the ramekin to the top. And then you'll have two empty ramekins and two people who are expecting warm, gooey chocolate lava cake will be upset. You don't want that. 
<laughs> so anyway, you get those into your ramekins and then put them in the oven, 450 degrees, 12 minutes. When 12 minutes is up, remove them from the oven and let them sit on the counter for one minute. What's going to happen here? Because, because it's very light and airy and souffle-like, you know, they are hot and they're expansive. They're, you know, they've expanded in the ramekins. They will give up a lot of heat very quickly. Like they're not going to be like boiling hot for very long. And as they do that, they will shrink a little bit in that ramekin. And because it was a greased ramekin, the edges will pull away and you'll get a little bit of a gap around the sides. You can take a knife and run it around the side if you want. I did that, and in retrospect, it really wasn't necessary. These things were very much nonstick. But let them rest for a minute until they shrink down a little bit, and then cover the whole shebang, whether the four ramekins or the muffin tin or whatever, with a cutting board or another baking sheet or whatever. Invert it, give it a little tap on the bottom of each one, and then remove them, and you should have four perfect little not, not a dome because it's a con concave center at the top i don't know i mean i, I wanted to say like four four little domes but you're gonna have four pucks essentially of uh, cake and then again serve it very quickly so that when you break into it that that warm molten center spills out and looks fantastic now you can definitely bedazzle these with some cocoa powder with some confectioner sugar, with some whipped cream, whatever. I mean, you can make it look pretty. You can, I mean, geez, throw some sprinkles on there if you want. Uh, I didn't do any of that because it was all about, like, is the center going to be molten? Is it going to be attractive? Is it going to taste good? Are they going to come out of the muffin tin without being stuck? So I was concerned about all that stuff, and I didn't even, I mean, I thought about it, but I was like, I'm not going to do all this. I'm not going to spend time making uh, whipped cream and dusting it with cocoa powder and then, you know, spend an extra five minutes doing that. And then when I crack it open, it's it's not molten anymore. That'd be ridiculous. Why would I booby trap myself? <laughs> Whoa. He had a little bit of a hiccup there with him. I laughed. I'll cut that out in editing. All right. So that's it. Like I said, you can make that batter ahead if you put it in the fridge or whatever. Just take it out like well in advance of baking it so that it can warm up to at least room temperature. And then you'll probably want to give it a vigorous stir to make sure that it's uh, that it is apt for manipulation so that you'll be able to get it out of the bowl and into the ramekins. But yeah, so simple and really quite a uh, an impressive re result. You know, when, it, when somebody gets their nice warm little lava cake and they cut into it, it's like, oh my God, look at that. Yes, you, you will appear to be much more competent than you are. <laughs> so that's it, chocolate lava cake, man. You can watch that movie Chef and you can appreciate the acting and the, the passion and the, the exploration of food. I think what happens is he, he loses this job and then buys a food truck and reignites his passion for cooking and lives happily ever after or whatever. But yeah, you can make chocolate, chocolate lava cake without freezing a puck of ganache. You can just make it 12 minutes. Bingo, bango. All right. Good luck on this one. Make it this weekend.